Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the middle that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up. Supplements, eh? It's the wild, wild west out there. So many pills, so many promises. It's true, and often all you get with those promises are low-dose, low-quality pills full of actively unhelpful rubbish like petrochemicals. But yet we buy and we buy and we spend and we spend because we are tired and vulnerable until we're rattling with pills. And yet our sleep is no better, our aches still sting, our PMT remains genuinely murderous, and our anxiety, well, you know the rest... Maybe it's time to think again. I have been taking Lima for nearly two years. Full disclosure, it's £150 a month for four capsules a day, which is a lot. But it's also a lot less than I used to spend on an absolute cacophony of pills that did, well, nothing apparently. Lima harnesses the best patented ingredients delivered at the highest recommended doses in bioavailable forms that your body can effectively absorb. They are formulated to unlock our potential. Big word that potential. Most of us are trapped in, you know, existence. Lima's results focus on five main areas. Sleep, performance, beauty, anxiety, health. Also big words. But let me tell you this. I haven't had Botox in many months and people keep telling me how good I look. And you can concentrate again, can't you? Well, it's certainly better. And my back hasn't gone in a year. Now, I've been taking Lima for a few months and my sleep is less insane. My biggest takeaway has been the way Lima has clobbered my life-squashing anxiety and inability to cope. Problems seem surmountable, logic is restored, panic is at bay. And also, neither of us have had the cold this winter. There are supplements and then there is Lima. This podcast is bravely brought to you by Lima. Maybe 2022 is the time to stop existing and start potentialising. Imagine that. Hi, I'm Emily and I'm absolutely fine, but this was going to be my year of saying yes to everything. Well, you already say yes to everything. That's your problem. Your entire (laughs) problem is rooted in the fact that you say yes to everything, Em. I know, I know, I know. So then, so then I've repackaged it um, and it's going to become my year of making you say yes to everything. Me? Yes, you. Because you say no to everything. So now here's my challenge. So now I've set myself a kind of Greek god type punishment. Yes, wish her luck on her sort of unholy journey. Yeah, so if anyone's got anything that they want Annabelle to say yes to, send it my way. How are you, babe? I'm Annabelle and I'm absolutely fine. But on your unholy recommendation, <laughs> I attempted Wordle mm. last week for the first time. Wordle. I love Wordle. So first of all... I tried and it froze. I was stabbing away at the screen and it froze, it froze, it froze. And do you know what? 
Everything that I touch, you can bear witness to this, breaks. Printers break irreparably the moment they arrive. Clocks stop. When I used to work in an office, I'd walk past a photocopier and it would practically explode. I mean, is there something in my radioactive field that breaks things? Okay, I'm only going to say this once. Listen very carefully. (laughs) (laughs) And I will deny all, like, I'll have a maximum deniability. We shall never speak of it again. Do you think that you should wear some kind of, like, crystal... In your bra. Along with the car keys and the lighters. And that would kind of decharge whatever sort of magnetic, like negative magnetic force you are, emanate you are giving off well, at maybe. all times. Well, maybe. I mean, do you think that, 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 sheer, that the sheer force of anxiety can, br- can, can break technology? I mean, it's you entirely saw me possible. trying to fill out a form this morning on a website, and you saw what happened again, but crashed again and again and I again. I know that it, you. I know that it's everything breaks around you. It is an. It is absolutely true because we're having you and I experience the same things. Like when we get sent something or whatever, we're working on something, and almost identically, your thing will break and mine won't. Mm, anyway, so, so I pursued my it's a rather pathetic word omission it worked again eventually for a few days i'm really bad at it i'm bad at scrabble <laughs> i'm bad at crosswords i'm supposed to be a word person and i'm even bad at what i am um, and then on saturday i got wordle on the first try literally or the second line or whatever amazing it is. probably because the that. word was panic <laughs> I see it knows you. Yeah, it knows me. So panic I could do. I mean, panic. I feel like anxiety, that old shtick is getting a little bit tired. It's been replaced with panic. Yeah. We're just micro panicking. I mean, you know, all the Januaries that we're having at the moment. Mm, I mean... I mean, the thing about January, okay, we have to look at how it began January. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it didn't begin January very well, did it? Well, after the last two years, after everything that the, the, the last two years have served up, it's... It's no surprise that we're having a bit of um of a post traumatic QRA. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I think sorry. we should keep going with this, okay? So I can tell you that I'm having a bit of a deliveroo new Ari. Mm-hmm. You and it, me both. It could have been for January, but which would have been good for me and good for the planet. But maybe I'll do like Figan Brewery, which that in no way works. It does in no way works. But let's face it, <clears throat> it's quietly slipped into delivery Deliveroo Newry. Because why wouldn't you just order a pizza and get someone else to bring it to the house so that you can eat it with your hands and then have no washing up or, during this hell month? Or a chicken wrap, or <laughs> dim sum, or... Noodles. Noodles! You haven't had noodles for a while. You probably need some noodles. I probably need a noodle. Um, uh, and, and need a drink, you worry? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Listen, if January needs to be dry, then that works fine because, you know, dry white wine and dry rosé wine is, is nice. But... But 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 our skin is 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 so dry, and our heels are parched and cracked. I mean, my soul is an arid wasteland. Our, our joie de vivre is mutually desiccated, <laughs> right? Em? I know we're generally juiceless and shriveled. So booze is is the least of our problems. I know, although, yes, I'm definitely in a can't cope yuri yeah. vibe. Yeah, I mean it's. You know, we all know that January is the August of the winter, right? Nothing all, can happen. All personal initiatives are meaningless. Yeah, there's despite... no point in having goals if everything we have to deal with seems like a <laughs> monumental task that we simply can't cope with. And I mean, like, tiny things. Yeah, like a soon-to-be-expired passport. I don't even think that's a tiny thing. <laughs> that's got online forms that I could crash. That is true. Uh, it's got picture-finding, which is a nightmare mm-hmm. of... of, of 
huge proportions. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, okay, broken washing machine again, not a not a small thing. But it's oh god, why me? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Washing my hair, getting out of bed. <laughs> Weirdly, you know this capability drought is lasting forever. I mean, what are we? January sixty seventh. Yeah, I mean at least. Um, um, and definitely in the middle of cancel everything, you worry. <laughs> How long can we keep doing it? I know. How long can we keep saying that we're not available for anything? <laughs> like, no dinners, cinema. No, thanks. Theatre. Lunch. After work drinks. No, no, over my dead body, any drinks. <laughs> Friends in crisis. <laughs> Friends in crisis, sorry, you know, r- wrong number. Career advice. Mm, I've got nothing to give. Relationship <laughs> problems, nothing to give. Anything face-to-face, and that actually includes FaceTime, because for the first 10 seconds of FaceTime, you're going, yay! And for the next half an hour, you're going, this was a terrible idea. Terrible idea. I know, it seems it's much harder to get elegantly off FaceTime, isn't it? I've got to go now! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, and, and as we said, it's January the 86th, so what's our excuse? It was fine to be in hibernation for the first week, but listen, don't want to make any plans, you know, can perhaps by a terrorist friend be forced to make plans. But, you know, you can't be forced to keep plans. No, you can't be forced to keep plans. And there's one last January that I know of. And this that January is, I like. This is your favourite. This is Yoganuary. Yes, Yoganuary. And this is for all of us who woke up on the 1st and thought, this is the first month of my yoga journey. Mm-hmm. And what do they do, Annabelle? So you just roll out your mat, feet apart, soften your gaze deep inhalation, and get prepared to slip into your downward spiral. <laughs> That's exactly it. Exactly. I'm in hungry cow pose here. <laughs> oh, hungry, yes, hungry, wailing, mooing cow pose. I mean, it's the exhaustion. And I don't know anybody, I, 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 there's no exception to this rule in my life at the moment, who isn't exhausted. And, and, and so you, you, do you know the difference between big, tired, and little tired. Mm. I mean, you do, actually, because yeah. it's obvious once you think the thought, isn't it? It's like big bored and little bored, or big sad and little sad, right? Yeah. So um, big tired, little tired. So uh, if you've had a, a, a paint-strippingly taxing two years, yeah. as many of us have had, yeah, check, big tired. A, a dreary day, little bored, numbed to life and all its rainbows, big bored. Stubbed your toe, little sad, crushed by something possibly unidentifiable, but so heavy that you've forgotten where you end and the pain begins. Big, big sad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Big tired, little tired, big sad. I mean, I don't know, but I think maybe there's something useful in using this strange sort of skeletal 1984 terminology and language because we get bogged down in labels now. Yeah. It's, you know, we, we have such fun with our purple prose and our colourful labels. We can't just have a, a sore throat. It's got to be streptococcus. You, you don't have a tummy bug. You have norovirus. Sadness is immediately depression, except sometimes it's not, you see. Sometimes it's sadness. Of course, if it hangs around for long enough, it can trigger you over the edge into something that's officially diagnosable and, and, and needs one of those medical labels. But... What if we all just stepped back a bit and allowed ourselves the air to say shame-free, I'm big sad. It's not medical, it's emotional, I'm really, really sad. And then maybe people would nod. And, and instead of saying, oh, have you tried sertraline? Uh, they could just say, I'm really, really sorry if you're big sad. Um, and just let me know if you need a shoulder to do some ugly crying on. And by the way, I'll take anything that you tell me to the grave. You know, yeah. 
I mean, wouldn't that be great? It would be so great. Rather than this, all this, you know, it, it's meant to be helpful, but the solutions-based conversations that we're so often stuck in now. I think as well, it makes you feel like you have something to be fixed. And if you don't get fixed, either quickly or slowly, then you feel like there's something even more wrong with you. And Unfixable, actually... unlovable, unworthy, all of that, all of that downward spiral stuff, Downward right? spiral, yeah, exactly. Um, and the thing Cobra. is, you, you, there's an awful lot of big tiredness around at the moment. No one... Is, refresh, is refreshed and invigorated. And if you are, can you please write in and tell us how? Thank yeah, you. No one even seems to have the expectation mm. of feeling refreshed and invigorated. This is awful. I totally agree. Yeah. So I suppose we can remember that feeling as big tired as most of us do right now is not a sign of weakness, but nor is it a badge of honour. You know, do you remember when competitive busyness was really fashionable pre-pandemic? Um, so, so now it, it, it feels tempting for us to practice like a really dreary kind of tired crush one-upmanship. And I'm not sure that's going to get us anywhere. But I suppose the thing to remember is that this too shall pass because humans heal and the sun will shine and the pendulum will swing. There's a sort of inevitability to that. And so for now, for me, it's early nights. If I'm going to see anyone, it's a 6.30 dinner, fresh air, really good food. Because those things can do you no harm. You see, that's when you realise you're an adult, Em. Mm. That things like, when you realise that things like exercise and drinking water are worth trying because they just can't hurt you. Which is good to know. But generally, adulthood, I would not <laughs> recommend. <laughs> no stars, currently. Nil <laughs> I know, exactly. If we were in Eurovision, we would be at the bottom of the table right now. At the bottom of the leaderboard. I know that's the thing. You know that's the thing. Being a grown up, you know. Remember when we thought people in their thirties were adults? Yeah. I mean, apparently we're adults now. Um, pauses. Uh, looks around, thinks, "Oh my god!" And you know, now that we're adult-ish, well, I thought that we would have, you know, a thriving career, an amazing social life, an impressive pension, lots of adulty sex, and a sexy adult wardrobe. Well, the adulty sex. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's that kind of sex in the movie sex like sort of you know grown up sex yeah yeah mm-hmm. anyway um instead of all these sexy adult what do adult you have? sex i've got a favorite hobbering a plastic yeah. bag full of plastic bags and a slightly sore back <laughs> thanks a lot where's my impressive pension we, in... have, we have learned some things though we have learned <laughs> what have took we learned? me a while adulthood um adulthood is realizing that half your family is mentally ill <laughs> And, and yeah, yeah, well, and, and not and not only that, but they've been mentally ill for generations oh and generations and generations, and no one has ever done anything about it until now. So <laughs> you find yourself single-handedly trying to turn the tide, the ancestral tide, <laughs> against anxiety, depression, addiction, neurosis. I mean, arachnophobia. It could be. Could be. I mean, poor you. You're going to need more <laughs> hands to deal. Poor me. Poor all of us. Poor all of us. Oh, like, poor dear. everyone. Adulthood is, this is like those love is. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Except for now. Oh, I love this. I love this. Never having to say you're sorry. Yeah. Love is. Adulthood is, every time you go out to dinner, someone has started cold water swimming. Emily. <laughs> Including me. Who, who swam in five degrees. I need a badge. Five degree water in Hampstead Ponds on Saturday. By the way, when I say swim, I mean 
I managed eight strokes. I'm going to get you a t-shirt going, I swam in five degrees so everybody can hate you. Yeah, no, it's so the smuggest thing I've ever done. And also I just saw on someone's social media, they posted that they'd swum in three degrees. And now I'm really pissed off. You're very competitive. <laughs> I am really competitive. But did it make you feel good? Uh, do you know what? It made me feel really good because we drove... At 7.30 in the morning, we left everything behind. There was a group of women. It is magical in the ladies' pond. And so, yes, it did make me feel so out of my life and out of my comfort zone and whatever that I kind of did briefly forget all the other stuff. Do you think if you had the bandwidth to do that every day, it would make a profound difference to your life? Yes, a thousand percent. I totally see that. I can completely see how just in that moment of panic when you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God that you could just reset something. And know that your day won't get any worse. (laughs) Fucking no. (laughs) Honestly, every single part of my body hurt, including my shoulder, which is so weird because it was hardly not in the water. Also, it's the one bit of you that doesn't generally hurt. No, exactly. And um, and and also, I maybe it, maybe maybe it hurt because it was the one bit of you that was wasn't in the water. Maybe you need to be totally immersed, like a sort of. I mean, it, well, I was like quite a lot in the water, but like something wasn't... religious. Yeah, no, maybe I need to be fully dunked. Although I don't think I can put my face in. No way. Well, what would happen to your skin? <laughs> Let's do <laughs> it for it an experiment. Go... Yes, exactly. Maybe it would freeze the lines. It might be something quite different. But what's... cryotherapy, courtesy <laughs> of the ladies' <laughs> pond. Yeah. What was interesting is that I will be doing it again, and I will be buying some booties. And some gloves. Because those are the sort of extremities that... That's the game changer, apparently, she says. <laughs> okay, so now I know what to get you for Valentine's Day. Galentine's Day. Yes. Booties and gloves. Adulthood is realising that when you say, yeah, let's make a plan, you in no way mean, let's make a plan. In no way mean it. I mean, you throw yourself down the stairs <laughs> to avoid making the plan. And if for some extraordinary reason you, you do actually make the plan, you throw yourself down the stairs <laughs> to not have to do the plan. <laughs> so it feels like in adulthood, there's a, there's a lot of standing at the top of the stairs feeling hopeless. So. I know, maybe we understand Rebecca now, standing at the top of the staircase, thinking, shall I just throw myself down there? Well, just to repeat, adulthood would not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what adulthood is? The equivalent of losing your mother in the supermarket, but for the whole of your life. Yeah. One minute, she was staring at the M&S ready meals, sweet and sour pork, probably. Yeah, or cauliflower cheese. Cauliflower cheese, yeah. And the next, she was gone. That fear, it's back. Oh my God, that was very frightening. It was really frightening. That sudden, like, absence. And I feel that every day. Yeah. And both our mothers are alive. <laughs> and very, we know very much where they are. <laughs> Adulthood is a bit like when you used to play the recorder. <laughs> and you were really fucking bad at it. And so you used to just pretend that you were playing it along with everyone else at the concert and hoping that no one would notice because they were all wincing at the horror anyway. <laughs> um, that's what adulthood feels like. Pretending to play the recorder, totally faking it, wincing, humiliated. Why do I feel the need to pretend? There was always someone who was really good at the recorder and you just thought... Some joyless <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I don't want to be friends with anyone who was really good at the recorder unless they were playing it through their nose or somewhere else. <laughs> I totally agree. And I just remember just literally going, I can't nobody can tell that I'm just waving my fingers in the air. Do you know what? I bet they could. Of course they could. They just couldn't be fucked to say anything. Like, what are you supposed to say? Oi, Emily, just stop, stop faking Call the it. police. 
that child is not actually playing the recorder. That's what it feels like. You're like, oh my God, is it all going to find out as you get it? Yeah, it does. It feels like that every day. The parts of us that we hope no one else will ever see. Oh God, I know. Coated in that kind of shame. Oh no, now I've got like a sort of terrible recorder shame memory. You've gone pink. Me. I feel really stressed. <laughs> You've re-traumatised yourself. Oh God. Recorder traumatised yourself. I have, I have. Do you know, adulthood is extraordinary because one day you feel like a little bit sleepy and then you lie down and then you're tired forever. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, adulthood means that on the metaphorical table that you want to replace but you can't afford to (laughs) because you've seen one you really like in heels or in some vintage shop in like Hastings and the but for the moment it's just a garden table in the kitchen and you saw it with an oil cloth on it and you thought I must go back and then you don't go back because whatever and then it's gone but it stays with you the rest of your life reminding you of your failure yes 100% right okay so adulthood is on on that metaphorical table um there is a job Mm -hmm. um with a consistently um punishing schedule There is a a workout schedule that actually is a schedule rather than just a sort of idea. Fantasy, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I can't believe we fantasise about exercising. What is wrong with us? I do. I know, but surely it should be the other way around. I fantasise about finding the time to do a Pilates class. I mean, how low low we've sunk. We have sunk low. (laughs) It's like Le Miserable over here, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, So also there's a sex life. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. On the table, on on the table, there's the will to live, <laughs> rather than just the will to leave everywhere all the time and go and stare at the wall. Uh, coffee. There okay. is the ability to have more than one drink without being hospitalised, um, or at least having to lie down for three days. There is the capacity to um, read more than one page of a book at night without falling asleep. But of all these things on the metaphorical Hastings table. You can only pick two. Jesus. You will only have two. I'm now thinking which two they are. Probably coffee and um, uh, and the job. I've got the job and the capacity to read more than one page of a book a night without falling asleep. Only because you don't drink. <laughs> yes. And you said that like, you're an arsehole. <laughs> Thanks. Ah, uh, and adulthood is also having bags. Bags everywhere. Bags full of bags for life. Gift bags full of gift bags. Oh, I hate gift bags full of gift bags. Bags. I know, you keep them. You think, oh, I'm going to keep this gift bag. That's a nice bag. I'll use that. No, you fucking won't. You'll just put it in the other bag for the other gift bags. Bags full of random extension cords from the fax machine, camera, printer, discman you had in the 90s. You know, the other day I opened the drawer and I looked at this bundle of... And I thought, I know in my core that there is not one... (laughs) Thing in this tangle that it is useful for anything that we have in the present day. But you couldn't but, throw it away. But I couldn't throw it yeah. away. I couldn't take the risk. It's the terror of being caught short. Yes. Because technology is so frightening anyway. If you yes. don't have that one cord, if that's the thing, and you don't know how to get another one, and then everything stops working, then you stop working. Also, I recrim- my self-recrimination is so strong, the idea of adding, oh, and you threw away the cord. Might, be the, might be the straw. Might be the end. Anyway. Might be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Bags under your eyes. I mean, even those bags have bags. Yeah, they do. Maybe we can maybe we can turn this on its head. Ah. Invert. Inversion. Inversion. And we can manifest bags of money, bags of success, bags and bags of healthy coping mechanisms. Maybe we can find bags of tiny things to be proud of rather than tiny things to hate ourselves for and beat ourselves up with. 
Maybe wow. we could be proud of ourselves for... I had a moment last night when I realised that I was proud of myself because I had managed to put down my phone so that I could focus on the telly. <laughs> oh, well done. So this is effectively putting down the small screen to look at the big screen to reward myself for spending all day on the medium screen. <laughs> Holy fuck. Holy fuck. Okay, how about tiny things to be proud of and we can all try this. Doing something that doesn't need doing right now. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that. In any way, looking after your future self. Now, this could be, and I'm suggesting everybody do this now, like emailing work and booking one of those magic bank holiday weeks off that mean that you would get 500 holiday days for just four. By the way, if you managed to do that, you could also email like Landmark Trust or someone to make sure you had someone somewhere to go for those 500 holiday days. Because I, I would only ever do one and I'd find myself <laughs> sitting... At home, you know, all, all... with your five hundred days, just going. Oh my god! Nowhere to go, nothing to do. Yes, that's annoying. It's a double-edged plan. Mm. I feel like maybe it's too much. Got to okay. do both sides of the plan. All right. Oh, okay. Scrap that one. How about checking how much pasta you have already before you do the grocery delivery order? I mean, that's genius. I mean, hello. Huge. Can you imagine, like, not putting another packet of like quinoa-based spaghetti and crunching the... it into the cupboard? I would be proud of myself if when someone cuts me up in the car or if I, no, if I graciously wave someone through, no, sir, please go. I will allow you. I will give you right of way in the car, even though it's legally my right of way. And, free. And, then, and then they don't say thank you. Then I wouldn't swear at them or give them the finger or make the international sign for wanker. <laughs> no, and, 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 and I, would just, I would just accept it. And I wouldn't let it ruin my next five minutes or my day or my, or my January. <laughs> Um, who would I be then? I'd be Buddha, You'd is be, who I'd be then. Comparatively, would. I'd be Buddha. It would be so zen. Yeah. I find now that I um, really measure people on how long they flash the thank you lights. God, that's intense. I know. How, I just thought once was enough. No, but I think you have to leave it, don't you? Just Do a little you? bit. Yeah, for a proper thank well, you. you leave it on for half an hour. I know, exactly. I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Desperately pushing your hand up against the glass. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh yeah, no, I do it all the mouthing and the hand up as well. So do I. And and the and the lights. But then when it goes wrong, I do the mouthing and the hand up, <laughs> inverted. <laughs> so funny. Okay, so uh, another thing that I would be really proud of doing is when I take out a piece of clothing, and decide as I always do with this piece of clothing, given I've worn it for like five hundred and forty-three years, that I'm just gonna get. I should give it away, and then. This time, I'm going to put it not back in the cupboard, like I always do, but I'm going to put it on the charity shop pile. Ah. I mean, that's huge. Yeah, I mean, I'm, what I'm wondering, and I don't want to, you know, take the wind out of your sails, is, is at what point that pile's going to make it to the charity shop? No, no, getting every, anything to the charity shop will need an intervention, but this is a start. It is a start, it is a start. And, and a start for me with some of my sort of communications sort of crisis is, is if I could just end the day with no text, or whatsapps to answer obviously not emails but i mean let me look at my phone i have currently got <laughs> please don't tell us uh, uh 12,515 unread emails on my phone which i call filing but you you choose not to believe fucking... me but no so no but ending the day because sometimes if i get a text after i mean you know honestly 8 p.m not even that late i think no i can't and there's no reason why i shouldn't just answer it what i started doing so is i lie there with my heart pounding in the dark turn the light back on answer the couple of texts that just are like, yeah, great, see you there. I mean, they're really not taxing 
emotionally invested nightmare texts. But then it means I can I can go to sleep with nothing to answer message-wise. Yeah, and... you want a message-clean slate. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Although I have had to try and like message you on all different kinds of platforms. I know, you started using, ambushing me, I'll DMing be, me on Instagram. I send You'll be you sending voice, carrier pigeons next. Exactly. I'll be sending you voice notes. Maybe I'll just get a word or call Emily. That isn't five letters, but anyway. <laughs> also, when you put mascara on, that is honestly like gold medal type self-care behaviour. Because other people really notice and you really notice other people really notice. I wore mascara the other day for the first time in a while and I was genuinely insulted by how many people went, oh my God, you look amazing. <laughs> and I just didn't look quite so troll-like. Do you know what they're saying though? In their heads, they're really thinking, she put mascara on, bitch, how did she have the time to do that? Oh, yeah. This is the level we're at now. But we look at other people and go, how did you have time to do that? I hate you. Yes, I know anyone who sort of had anything resembling a blow dry or a manicure. Yes, well, let's not talk about manicures. Um, so you know I think self-congratulations has got to go on that table yeah forget the fact that we're big tired little tired and all the rest of the tired it is possible to be big tired and also feel proud of yourself in tiny ways because getting anything done when you feel the way everyone feels at the moment should be a source of great pride so before we go Emily and I are giving you all a medal listeners a mid-alt medal there you go well done you well done and we'll see you next week see you then bye And by the way, listeners, we don't want to cast aspersions, but is your face falling off? Well, Lima offering one of you the chance to win a facial with world-renowned skincare expert Nicola Joss. See show notes for details. TNCs apply. You've been listening to Annabelle Rivkin and Emily McMeekin of The Mid-Alt. Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and subscribe. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revelhorwood, Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.